Welcome to Rune Walking in Modern Times. This is Ken. I'm a Rune Walker. And in Season 1, uh, I would have said, or I did say, uh, welcome to my hearth and my fire. Uh, so again, welcome to my hearth and my fire. But to kind of reiterate what I uh, said at the beginning of Season 2, Episode 1, I'm changing up the format just a little bit and it's not going to be so um, structured. I've been kind of directed to do things a little bit more live, a little bit more um, channeled or connected to whatever stream of uh, spirit, energy, consciousness, whatever is kind of coming through like happens in my reading. So we're going to start with a little bit of drumming. So um, Sit back, relax, um, close your eyes if needed. Please don't do that if you're driving a car. So earlier today, I was thinking about the podcast and I was going to record it earlier. So I actually drew a rune out of uh, my red, soft, red and black soft bag. And it was Hagalaz. Um, Hagalaz is probably one of the runes that um, I do encounter quite a bit. Um, I think potentially it's it's uh, because I do work... Um, or maybe not work with, but uh, encounter Hella, or have encountered Hella uh, in the past. Uh, probably being one of Angerboda and Loki's uh, offspring, uh, as well as uh, Jormungand and uh, Fenrir the Wolf. So, as the uh, modern terminology of Roker, or the dark gods is considered they fit together and I uh, have experienced uh, them like that. So um, Hagalaz does definitely tie into Hela um, and to Helheim. Um, one of the connections that I um, have made uh, with Hagalaz is the concept of it being a rune to work with when trying to access ancestral knowledge, especially if you're um, trying to uh, connect with or contact your female uh, ancestors, your Desir, and um, 
once they've crossed over, uh, Hela would be a good place to start <laughs> to um, Hela and Hagalaz to try and connect with them. Um, Hagalaz is a rune that does have ties to shadow work um, or spiritual descent. Um, it also has ties to, um, uh, I pronounce it scythe, but the, the sorcery of the Norse, um, in Anglo-Saxon, it means, uh, hail or white seed. So hail that falls from the sky and, um, in the workbook I've created for, uh, an online class, video class that I, that I offer that's available right now. Um, one of the meditations is to, uh, basically lay in a field of grass and, um, feel the moisture of the grass and allow yourself to become the moisture of the grass. Allow yourself to be evaporated up into the sky to become clouds. And then as those clouds hit a hit cold air and the mountains, uh, allowing yourself to become the hail that then comes back to the ground. Um, and then melting into the earth and returning, uh, this, this cycle. So it's it, the meditation becoming part or becoming one with this uh, of how our system, the system in which we live and allowing the feeling of the sky and hail in the, and seeing what that, um, feels right in your body where it feels uh, where it be pushes things into your body or pulls things in your body, um, brings awareness to different parts of your body. Um, so that's a really cool, uh, little meditation to do to connect with Hagalaz, uh, in that form. Um, I also see Hagalaz as being something, uh, a rune that is of silence is of kind of what the season of winter feels like. So maybe not desolate or dark or, or cold, but a little bit of the energy of that, but in the process of really going internally to look at or um, traumas, uh, things like that, so that you can um, work through them. Um, Hagalaz is known as the storm bringer. Um, one of my favorite ways that I've heard it described was... Um, you know, you see the storm coming and it's really up to you whether you take cover or not. Um, and I, I, I like that, uh, reference, especially when it comes up in readings for me, uh, cause sometimes it does, uh, it is a, a warning, um, 
about things to come. Um, but I've also had it show up in, in, in the way of, uh, if, if you look at Hagalaz, if you look at the rune, um, it's basically the shape of an H, but the line, uh, that goes across the middle is actually slanted. And sometimes in, uh, whenever, where you, it could be two slanted lines. And what that really says to me is that, um, the person, uh, who I'm reading for, or part of the meaning of Hagalaz is that it's not the shortest path. Um, your path is going to be a little longer. Um, and, uh, most of the time, sometimes that means maybe not the easiest path. Make a little time. Um, Hagalaz, um, and Hela. Oh, what is, what is, let me say, let me think, how do, how do I want to say this? Sorry. Um, sometimes we are required to look at our offering to, uh, death. Now, having said that, um, I do think that our, our offering to death is life. And sometimes we're so worried about death that we don't live life to the fullest. And so in that we, uh, do not bring honor to life, uh, nor death. And in that way, we also cannot, um, embrace or know death. Uh, we ignore it. We try to move away from it. We try to get around it. We try to, um, try and mm, avoid it. Uh, Botox, uh, one, you know, all of those things that we do to avoid growing older, to avoid, um, really looking at our mortality. I think that with Hagalaz, there comes a time if you're, if you are on your path or if a lot of times it's not in the beginning. I, I think it's after major work has been done, but uh, sometimes we'll be asked to, not just figuratively, sometimes literally, uh, leave our house, leave our job, leave, um, the life that we've had and, uh, not just do that, but actually burn it down and walk away with no name. Um, I have experienced, uh, friends or, and even myself, um, wanting to change, uh, there and my name, uh, feeling like it needed to be something that I chose and that now as an adult on a, a different spiritual path than, um, the Christianity, Christianity that I, I was, uh, reared on, uh, in this case, Hagalaz is that part of life that, 
is a complete uh, death of the facade or the, the life that you had before to move into something new. I think a lot of times that's required of of people um, who work with uh, death gods and goddesses. I think that's going to... Um, be something that uh, you're required to do um, because we're required to look at death. We're required to look at um, life. We're required to look at transition and change and transfer. And uh, that's what those, the, those beings, um, parts of their characteristics or personalities that they embody, um, Let me think. Is there... Well, no, I don't want to think. Let me uh, just check in and make sure, see if there's anything else that we should talk about. Um, yeah. Um, if you... Uh, it's a really interesting thing. I haven't had this happen to me, but I've had it described this way. Or maybe... Anyway, let me get to the point. If Hella comes to you, um, she's half beautiful woman, half decaying body. She'll never reach out her beautiful hand. It'll be the hand that has um, skin falling off of the bone and that will be, um, it will smell like death. Um, and she, that's, a, you know, one of the tests um, to see if you're really ready, willing to deal with that. One of the things that that reminds me of, uh, where I live, there are constantly um, deer that are hit by cars on the, the road uh, between my house and uh, Blue Antler, the store that I own. And um, in the summer, when they uh, bloat and uh, you drive by, you can smell the stench of death. And um, I hesitated to call it stench because this past year, the interesting thing is that uh, I didn't plug my nose. I didn't, uh, I stopped, it stopped being uh, of disgust to me. And I inhaled that smell of death and I inhaled that smell of decay and rot. And uh, maybe that's something if you smell that, if you encounter such a an experience, that uh, this will maybe will change uh, your perspective of that experience and allow you to embrace it, allow you to um, face some of those things within you uh, that are so simple, but can really shift your perspective on death and working with death and working with, um, the runes. Um, remember, I've, like, a, probably like a broken record, the runes are on a spectrum. Uh, they're not binary. They're not, uh, good, bad, light, dark. Um, so on one aspect... Of Hagalaz, um, 
Hagawaz means you're going to go through it. You're going through the spiritual descent. You're going through some type of turmoil, some type of change, some type of of heartache and heartbreak. And one of the things that Hela can bring to that and can offer is to be there and sit there with you through it, understanding that there's no offering of a yes or a no or an answer, but just sit with you through the process um, because there is no answer but to go through the process. So it's a um, a really beautiful uh, way of looking at um, working with Hagalaz and Hela through um, uh, these concepts of deconstruction and change and, and, and rough times. So keep that in mind. Um, should you be presented with the energy of one of the death goddesses that it's not always like the reaper coming for you, but they know what it's like to go through change and heartbreak and heartache and deconstruction and transformation and it's tough and it's hard but they can sit with you through the process um, if you allow them to if you don't resist and if you uh, welcome the comfort that they have to offer in that I think that's pretty much all for tonight um as always if you guys have questions comments um you can contact me uh, my website is runewalker.com you can find me on instagram or facebook um and probably easiest through runewalker.com and uh shoot me a message uh if you would like uh, to support this podcast, uh, you can do that through Anchor or through um, uh, links on my website um, through PayPal or Venmo. So, um, yeah, if this is uh, uh, of value to you, this uh, podcast and the other things that I offer, then please um, allow that value to be um, expressed in your support. So I appreciate that. Um, one thing that's changing um, for me is the way that I work with exchange. So, uh, for example, my readings are a half hour uh, each, and the readings are actually now uh, going to be based upon what the reading was worth to you. So I know that's a little difficult for some people to uh grasp and embrace in the beginning but the concept is that uh, I'm not going to dictate the the price I know what my gifts are worth to me and I know what uh, and that um, is something that I work out the uh, exchange with the uh, the roots of the tree and the the source so when we have our reading um, afterward you'll be provided with um, links to to pay or uh, opportunity to pay cash if you're in person and um, you'll pay what it was worth to you and um, 
there's no need to feel guilty there's no need to feel to go into any of those patterns that uh, are modern mm, monotheistic uh, structure has put us into so it really is just asking people to sit uh, with the information that uh, has been provided and um, see if it's of worth anything to them and what the value is so um, it's actually a really great opportunity for us to look at uh, the value we place on any of our possessions too um, our possessions uh, our relationships and really place a value on them and um, not just kind of throw money around collecting things. So uh, all of that information, all of the things that I offer are available on runewalker.com. And uh, I appreciate you listening. Thank you very much. And uh, as always, reach out if you have any questions. Have a good one.